0: Gossip at the Corpse Cart contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Gossip at the corpse cart where we the wine and crime gals talk about some uh current events, silly headlines, great old bits. Mm-hmm. 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 And mm-hmm. last but not least mm-hmm. our coven confessions which is my personal favorite part.
2: Yeah. It's my favorite thing in the in the world. <laughs> the best party game ever. What's the worst thing <laughs> you've ever done? <laughs> yeah. I'm just
1: shocked that we get so many responses. So we got, many.
2: We? Have gotten an influx since uh, quarantine began. Let me tell you. I feel like a Catholic
1: priest. It's (laughs) the best. (laughs) But in actuality, I'm I'm
0: Lucy.
2: Oh, (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, I'm (laughs) Kenyan. I'm Amanda. Oh, right.
0: Well.
1: Oh, oh wow, great
0: seg, honey.
1: I f- great segue. Thank you. I fucking can't wait to get to that. So let's uh hear some fucking recent headlines from Amanda because Oh my god. There have been some insane ones lately.
0: Um yeah. Uh okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm going to preface this by saying my segment is maybe a little bit longer than usual because I couldn't choose.
2: <laughs> great. They were
0: all so good um fuck it we got and, nothing
2: else to do let's do it right
0: what, what, what five hour gag episode let's do it no <laughs> it won't be that bad um and i also am gonna kick off my GAC segment in a slightly unconventional way because we got an email from a listener named avery who had a dream about us <laughs> and it cracked me up so much so i'm gonna read it now i got her permission and i'm very excited i'm that's so i'm just gonna set the tone Quote, I am currently quarantining and my bedroom has reached a new low. Hooray. I think that even my subconscious has realized this as I am having the strangest dreams. Don't let this sound too creepy, but you guys were all in my most recent one. Don't ask. I think it's because I listened to five episodes the day prior to the dream.
2: Anyway, <laughs> the dream to do went like it. this.
0: Might, yeah, might have
2: something to do with it.
0: <laughs> Side effects include we <laughs> pop up in your dreams. Oh, so, I was at some sort of event, rest in peace, that you guys were at. Not a live show, but there was like a Broadway quality stage. Hmm, maybe it was a production of The Sound of Music starring Buffalo Jill as Maria. Yes. Wait a second. I would pay good money to see that, Amanda. Get on that done oh, and done. Yes.
2: Any amount of money.
0: <laughs> Any.
2: Name your How do you price. solve a
0: problem like a great big... <laughs> would you fuck me? Anyways, fuck there, was me. Sort of <laughs> there was some <laughs> sort of... There was some After party at the event, and when that wrapped up, I realized that I didn't have a ride home. I refused to get into a car with a stranger because this is 2020, and I am a woman. Mm. I'm not trying to become a forensic mm. files case. Mm-hmm. Although it would probably be be a cool episode you guys saw me semi freaking out and for some odd reason you offered me a ride home first of all i was (laughs) fangirling out the whole time i'm pretty sure i cried a bit but the weirdest part this is my favorite part but the weirdest part was that all four of us were standing on my deck kenyon reaches into her pocket and pulls out three huge boxes of raw pasta (laughs) i thought they were gonna say parmesan Uh, pretty Accurate. close though they were gigantic like literally human sized boxes of pasta <laughs> then all of a sudden in unison you guys all said the disclaimer and then you just <laughs> disappeared what a power move
2: <laughs> I love this dream so I want it's this such a good dream to happen
0: so thank you for sharing this, Avery. Power move indeed. And they signed off. Signed, Long Pig Lover 69. Just kidding. My name is Avery.
2: <laughs> Long Pig Lover 69. Oh, the good old days.
0: I know. Back when we could touch people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I got such a huge kick out of that and wanted to share it. And now we'll dive nice. into some headlines, shall we?
2: Let's do it. Well done, Avery.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Avery. So this was submitted by several people, including Audrey Stitt, who knows how much I love a good face tattoo. Oh no! Yes. <laughs> and Design you can of a go, classy
2: individual. Yeah.
0: What's you a, go to the drive slash a, blog? What's
1: a good face tattoo?
2: Well, I there are don't like, know. There are like indigenous.
0: Like, oh, for sure.
2: You know, g- cultural face tattoos. That's oh, yeah. totally fine. That are fine. contextually these, appropriate. These right.
0: These are, well, yeah. I mean, you could argue that this tattoo is contextually appropriate oh, for sure. no. <laughs> <laughs> the, the headline oh. reads, Indiana cops bust man with crime pays forehead <laughs> tattoo after car chase, dot, 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 again. <laughs>
2: His he- his his face tattoo said "Crime Pays." Yeah,
0: "Crime Pays."
2: Oh well.
0: Yep.
1: <gasps> it goes so from- across the
2: forehead. The forehead.
0: It looks like someone put a giant stamp on his head. Yeah,
2: yeah. It looks like it's a bad unbelievable. stamp. It's really it's poorly totally bad. done. It- no, it's, it's it needs touching up. done. It needs touching
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> like the oh, Y is a completely yeah. different size from the rest yeah. of the letters,
2: and and also I it kind it. of swoops. But that might be his forehead because his forehead it kind could of swoops. be. But yeah, oh, it's like every no. other
1: letter is sans serif,
0: pretty much. <laughs> Should have gone with papyrus.
2: It is spelled so, correctly. I will give him it that.
0: It is. It could have It could be worse. His
2: nose <laughs> is really the only real way out.
0: Crooked too. He's
2: a handsome
0: boy. <laughs> um, Donald Murray, 38, allegedly fled from officers and caused a high, spe- high speed pursuit in Terre Haute uh, last November. He ended up crashing his vehicle, but managed to escape the scene on foot. The story was featured on an episode of Live PD, which is kind of like the new version of Cops.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I but love Murray. Was,
0: yeah. Murray was still on the lam when he was featured on the cable TV show, but was caught and charged with criminal recklessness and resisting law enforcement. After he was originally held without bail, he was released in January on his own recognizance. Murray was then arrested Monday morning after another pursuit with Terre Haute police. He was charged with resisting law enforcement, reckless driving possession of methamphetamine. I'm shocked Mm -hmm. maintaining Mm -hmm. a common nuisance. I want to be charged with that. (laughs) And auto theft. Yeah, after the short pursuit. So, Well, Murray, I mean, c-
2: crime did pay for that tattoo. <laughs> it did.
0: <laughs> it did. Crime pays dividends. Yeah. Wow. I mean, taxpayers are paying to keep chasing you in your car, you little shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, I love that so much. Thank you for that submission next on my list so this actually went viral a little while ago but some folks some lovely folks including kendall free and charlotte little reminded me of it so i'm gonna share and you have to go look at the photo on the drive slash blog after i read this okay so hold off portsmouth ohio official this is a blotter from like their facebook page fugitive alert the Fugitive Task Force is looking for Ronnie Williams Jr. of Syottville for fraud. He has convinced three local churches that he is Ed Sheeran and even went as far as performing <laughs> The Shape of You in front of Christ Community Church last <laughs> Sunday. Oh, no! <laughs>
2: the grossest the pastor song heard...
0: ever. <laughs> I know. Oh. To a church. Oh, what?
2: Oh, three.
0: Oh. When the pastor was asked why he believed the real Ed Sharon would perform for $35 and a sandwich. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> he,
2: he just said, because the whining crime gals would doesn't would. mean Ed Sharon would. <laughs> the,
0: past, the pastor said he just assumed he had fallen on
2: tough times. Oh no. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. If you have any information As to
0: Ronnie's whereabouts, message us immediately. (laughs) Now, please go to the drive slash blog and look at the side by side of Ronnie Williams. It looks like if Ed Sheeran has been dead for. (laughs) <laughs> two to three weeks <laughs> yeah. oh, he does he oh. looks like the deflated corpse of Ed Sheeran
2: <laughs> oh he does not even look like a 35 dollar version of Ed Sheeran no I mean, he is not sandwich the version. shape of
0: Ed Sheeran
1: he
2: was overpaid he's the sandwich Ed Sheeran <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, you know what I, you oh, know what I really fucking appreciate the hustle because. Oh, that, oh my god! Wow! If Ed Sheeran uh, was captured as like a
1: prisoner of war <laughs> and yeah. kept in a years. In cage for,
0: for like, like six living years. off of
1: sixty years,
0: <laughs> living, living off, off of like
2: grubs. bugs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and meth. Then i believe it. Just grubs that he could scavenge, and unlimited meth. Uh.
0: Unlimited meth. <laughs>
2: oh
0: no! But I, I just that just uh, it tickled me. You know, it's a oh. victimless crime. He only oh. made off with thirty five dollars in a sandwich. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the the church has given more money to worse. So I'm here for you, Ronnie Williams Jr. And uh, I hope you're well, wherever you are. Um, The shape of you.
2: He's currently at the (laughs) Grammys. I just just hope that he has had a career of impersonating not very attractive mm-hmm. redheaded celebrities like for a while sure. he tried to be like Ron Gone. from Harry Potter sure. like, yep. that's, my, that's my vision that's, if Robert I were his Grinch. career coach I'd be like double down Ronnie down we are
0: I'm taking that 10% of that $35 and a 10% of that sandwich he should and best let's ride. he
2: should go busk
0: in Las Vegas yeah. oh yeah Old oh Vegas, though Old he Ve- is oh, not yeah. equipped for for the strip. <laughs> no, um, okay. <laughs> wow. Next, are these are all golds? Like now, you know why I could not pick. They're so good. Um, okay. So this next one, uh, submitted by Aaron Van Eerton, one of several submissions. Woman charged after calling nine one one to have fire put out in crotch. <laughs> this hits too close to home for a man. Home. <laughs> out of Port Clinton, Ohio. Port Clinton. No. A Port Clinton Port woman Clinton. faces Clinton. several charges after calling 911 and saying she needed to have a fire put out in her crotch.
2: Was Katrina it Ed Morgan. Sheeran? I
0: mean, it looks a little more like Ed Sheeran <laughs> than the previous. <laughs> Katrina Morgan, 50, called the Port Clinton Police Department about 10 p.m. Saturday, asking for the fire department because her "quote pussy" was on fire, according to a Port Clinton police report.
1: <laughs> Honey, <gasps> because you, of the call, you need some. <laughs> you need a stat. doctor.
0: Yeah, yeah, stabbed. <laughs> Monistat. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of the call, Morgan was charged with felony disrupting public services and misdemeanor making false alarms. Morgan called from her friend's home in the 900 block of Maryland Street. Uh, when the police arrived, they told more. They told Morgan. Uh, or they said Morgan, this was misprinted, should be arrested for making false reports and disrupting public service. The suspect became agitated and began resisting arrest. It just escalates.
2: <laughs> so her pussy was not on fire then? Uh, I don't know. Uh, a
0: 911 <laughs> call from the incident revealed Morgan <laughs> asked if their quote... I can <laughs> Morgan asked... If their quote hose is working, <laughs> I need somebody to come put it out with their hose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so she was wasted and this was a poorly oh, thought out no. prank, call. It's like the the worst som- prank call somebody ever. send this gal one of those <laughs> sexy firefighter calendars <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: when police handcuffed Morgan she began yelling at the officer and would not comply with orders the reports said Morgan resisted getting into the cruiser before finally complying when police threatened to use a stun gun on her when police questioned the residents at the home they denied Seeing Morgan on the phone, empty bottles of alcohol were found at the home, and the <laughs> residents stated they were all drinking and that Morgan was intoxicated. <laughs> you don't say. Uh, <laughs> called it. <laughs> Mystery oh. solved. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Again, no uh, notes. I, uh, no. No notes. You're, you're good. No. Proceed as usual. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is content we most definitely all need right now in these unprecedented times, <laughs> submitted by Sean Bob Kelly. I love the name Sean Bob. Oh. This is a an article from Gizmodo, and <laughs> the headline simply reads, Here are some gulls playing with a dildo. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you should see a photo of a seagull in flight with a massive dildo hanging out of its beak. Wow.
2: Silly seagull. Yep. That's not edible. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh. Those, Those are Conservation heavy. photographer are heavy. Jennifer...
0: They are. Jennifer Warner visited the children's pool in La Jolla, (laughs) Jolla, California on Tuesday in order to photograph the pupping harbor seals that have taken up residence on the beach. She soon noticed some juvenile gulls chasing each other around and causing a ruckus. One of them had what she thought at first was a piece of plastic pollution in its beak. (laughs) She snapped a few photos and zoomed in. The gulls were fighting... Over a dildo. Oh my God. The next photo is so much better.
1: Veiny dildo. Yeah. It's veiny.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They're thirsty. (laughs) They're thirsty for that. Oh Oh, my God. The pictures keep getting better. Sorry that all of the GAC blog is just going to be bird dildo pics (laughs) because they are so good. Refresh again.
2: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Quote, before realizing what the object was, I was annoyed and mad because plastic pollution is a real serious problem. And as a conservation photographer, I'm documenting human impacts on wildlife, Warner told Gizmodo. But when I realized what it was, while the other emotions still existed, you can't help but find humor in it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: I mean, it's just getting passed around. This is a lot of action for that dildo.
0: They are so fighting over this dill. It's incredible. Yeah. So there's there's more in the article that's about like where the beach is and how it's been used by the seals. And that's really not pertinent information. But thank you so Mm -hmm. much for this Mm -hmm. bird dildo content. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm.
0: I love it. So moving on, because I can never get enough animal content. Here is another gem from Carly Wood et al a man allegedly teaching his dog to drive was arrested <laughs> after leading troopers on a high-speed chase.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> he or the dog?
0: <laughs> I think we're going to find out. Yeah. A man was arrested Saturday after leading troopers on a high-speed chase with his dog sitting in the driver's seat. There you go. Oh, Washington State. That's where this is. The man from Lakewood, Washington, hit two cars on separate occasions and failed to stop both times, leading state troopers on a high-speed chase up Interstate 5. Quote, he was driving very erratically, so erratically that multiple people called 911, uh, said Trooper Heather Axman. The subject was driving absolutely recklessly, and a pursuit ensued at 109 miles an hour. She said, (laughs) "One of the troopers attempted to corner the suspect's car, looked inside, and realized a pit bull was sitting in the driver's seat while the suspect steered. (laughs) As he was trying to evade troopers, the suspect drove into onto Centennial Trail, a trail for pedestrians and bicyclists in Snohomish (gasps) County, known for being busy. The fact that they're this is a quote." The fact that there wasn't anybody on the trail is nothing shy of miraculous. Uh, We are very thankful. But also, it's kind of not that miraculous because this was after COVID lockdowns. So I'm sure a lot of people just were not out, which is lucky. Oh, wow. Eventually, troopers were able to use spike strips to end the pursuit. So they blasted his tires. During the arrest, Axeman said the suspect gave them one explanation. He was, quote, trying to teach his dog how to drive. (laughs)
2: what of it
0: no quote I wish I could make this up Axman said who is a public information officer I've been a trooper for almost 12 years and wow I've never heard this excuse I've been in a lot of high speed chases I've stopped a lot of cars and never have I gotten an excuse that they were teaching their dog how to drive (laughs) so he was charged with reckless endangerment hit and run driving under the influence shock and felony illusion His bond was set at $8,500, and he is set to appear in court late March. So I hope he was apprehended. Who's
2: going to take care of the pit bull? Did the The dog get a ticket?
0: As for the dog, Axman said, the, (gasps) quote, very sweet girl was taken to the animal shelter after her owner was arrested. So I'm hoping that sweet pup went to a better home and, you know, now can get their driver's license. Everybody wins.
2: At least learners permit.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, at minimum.
2: Mhm. I love it. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow.
0: I have two more or three more. Yeah, th- three three more. <laughs> I promise I'm stopping soon. They're just such cold. <laughs> so uh, this month on quote was this one of the wine and crime gals question mark question mark question mark <laughs>
2: oh, new segment <laughs> uh oh
0: <laughs> from <laughs> Maddie Dunkle this is a Denton Record Chronicle police blotter shoplifting suspect arrested after drinking wine inside a store. (gasps) Denton police arrested a 49 year old man Sunday after responding to two separate, but related calls at the Walmart off West university drive. It's always (laughs) a Walmart.
1: Always.
0: The first involving stolen merchandise. The second with the man allegedly drinking wine inside the store. So he like saunters in. He's shoplifting and just drinking wine inside the Walmart. Not as he's care like roaming in the world. around. Yeah. Not a care. <laughs> Fucking
2: living dep- his best life. <laughs>
0: live it up. Police department spokeswoman Allison Beckwith said a caller from the store reported around 6.30 p.m. that a man had been noticeably upset about being unable to make a long distance phone call. <laughs> Beckwith said the caller reported that merchandise, including a tent and a sleeping bag, were stolen when the man exited the storefront without paying. While the man was not. No, he's, I mean, he's clearly going to set up shop somewhere. While the man was not at the scene when officers arrived, Beckwith said officers were dispatched to a separate theft call about 45 minutes later in the same vicinity. She said a caller reported that a man who matched the description from the first call had been drinking wine while inside the store. Officers recognized the suspect via store video and confirmed he was involved in both incidents. Officers and the suspect was acting, officers said the suspect was acting belligerent and had trouble walking while his speech was slurred. So later off that wine, honey.
2: Mm-hmm. Set your yeah. boundaries.
0: Officers arrested and charged Shop the man lift, with two.
2: Then drink <laughs> wine.
0: Then. Dr- <laughs> well, I think that's kind of what he. Well, he sort of did that, but he was clearly drunk first and then he went mm-hmm. back to more wine. Right. Um, officers arrested and charged the man with two counts of property theft greater than twenty five hundred dollars, along with public intoxication and consumption of alcohol without a permit. Just got to have that permit on. Mm hmm. Um, this next one was our most submitted headline with about Ooh. 75 submissions.
2: <laughs> oh my God.
0: Yeah. And you'll understand why from the Telegraph Local, which totes itself as opinion free news. I guess we'll see if you have yeah, right. to say it's opinion free. I have a feeling it's not. <laughs> Gun used to rob far south side hot dog stand misfires, hitting robber in penis.
1: Oh my god! I read this article,
0: screaming
1: it to Corey. I thought it was so fucking funny. A hot dog stand
0: in South Side Chicago. That
2: I I love it so much.
0: Yep, (laughs) he's robbing a hot dog stand and shot himself in the hot dog. A robber was in the process of robbing a hot dog stand in the far south side, Chicago, when he discharged his weapon on himself. The infamous incident was reported. Oh, I guess this is old and it's like making a resurgence. The infamous incident was reported in November of 2017 to add a flare of poetic justice to the yarn. The hot dog stand robber shot himself in the penis. (laughs) He thought he was going in for some quick cash. The suspect entered the restaurant with a loaded firearm, looking to score easy money and maybe some free food. This took place at the hot dog stand on the restaurant area, Maxwell Street Express. The Chicago Sun-Times identified the culprit as Terry and Pouncey, age 19 years old. The teen approached the hot dog stand and demanded cash. When he went to adjust the 38 caliber pistol he had brought along, he shot himself twice. Once Mm, in his penis. (laughs) at Once in his penis and once in his leg. (laughs) This took place Tuesday morning, the week of November 3rd, which would have made the actual day of the crime Halloween of 2017.
2: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Pouncey remained hospitalized on All Souls Day, November 2nd. He therefore missed his first court appearance for good measure. This according to the Sacramento Bee, who was citing the Chicago Tribune. Pouncey faced two counts of robbery for taking items from the two employees of the hot dog stand. These included their cell phones and their wallets. He also did manage to steal some of the cash from the business. Too bad that he had medical bills and court fees to cover after that.
2: There's always money in the hot dog stand. Yep. Always.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the Daily wow. Mail UK followed up and stated that the weapon discharged when Pouncy was adjusting it in the waistband of his pants, he put the gun in his waistband and ran from the scene. The story was confirmed to the Daily Mail by Assistant Cook County State Attorney Aaron Antonietti. The Daily Mail went on to say that the two hot dog stand employees were men ages 39 and 45 that were held up. Pouncy held the pistol to the head of the 39-year-old. The 39-year-old was holding a grease bucket at the time <gasps> he was attacked. Wow. He asked the other oh. employee to get the cash from the register to give to Pouncy As the two men handed over the cash and their wallets, the grease bucket allegedly went flying.
2: <laughs> Whoa. Did he throw the grease bucket on Pouncey? Pouncy and then Pouncy uh, fucking was like flustered and then shot himself in the dick.
0: Well, you're not super far off. Oh, oh yeah. So the grease bucket went flying. Pouncy stuck the bunny and the gun in the waistband of his pants. He then began to flee the scene. As he did, he immediately <laughs> slipped in the grease. Yes, yes. <laughs> the firearm discharged, shooting his penis and leg. He it's ran a, a few banana peel. Before- he ran a few blocks before he called the police to report that he had been shot the police arrested him at the hospital surveillance footage saw his boxers matched the boxers that were found on him at the hospital (laughs) so yeah he slipped in grease and shot himself in the dick
2: And then called Classic. the cops on himself. Snitched Well, yeah, because he was probably out.
0: bleeding like crazy. I'm he sure. called the cops to say he had been shot. He was also only Not 19. Not to say he's that he's obviously
1: a fucking idiot. He's an idiot. idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's a moron. I, I love that. him so
2: much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we ever need another intern.
0: Yeah, I'm calling him.
2: <laughs> mm. Wow.
0: And... I will leave you all with this. As you know, I have been reading Animorphs Daily on Instagram Live, noon central, come hang, for different COVID-adjacent charities, and I am not the only one getting creative to raise funds in times of crisis. And Kat Dennings, if you're listening, you need this information. Listener Catherine Gaster has brought to my attention that Chuck Tingle (gasps) has put out some new titles for charity. Yes, yes. In his new website page dedicated to this charity called Get Well Swoon, (laughs)
3: yes,
0: Uh, it says here, quote, Over the past few days, Chuck has been inundated with requests to write a tingler about pounding the coronavirus.
2: Yeah. This will not be
0: happening.
2: Oh, this will not
0: be happening as Chuck has a firm policy about not profiting from or making light of natural disasters or events that are harming people on his timeline. I love that, to be honest. Yeah. But, of course, it's also important to mine humor and joy in dark and scary places. So Chuck would like to present you with these alternatives to promote healthy habits that keep you and your loved ones safe. And all of these uh, are to support efforts for Doctors Without Borders, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, Direct Relief, and Global Giving. So Chuck Tingle... Come on.
2: God, get it, Chuck. Love it.
0: So the PDFs are available on the site, and there are three right now. The first is bisexual vampire unicorns teach me the importance of the vampire cough. (laughs) Coughing into your elbow.
2: That's called the vampire. Oh, I get it. I get
0: Mm -hmm, it. Like a vampire cape? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I've never heard The second
0: one. It's good. The second one is not pounded by anything while I practice responsible social distancing. Yeah, I saw that one on Instagram.
1: It's so good. It's so good.
0: I'll put these bo- these book covers are also fucking incredible. I'll put them on the drive. The last one here is The Physical Manifestation of Washing My Hands Gets Me Off.
2: <laughs> okay. How how long is each book? Because I just um they're how- PDF
0: files for these these are short stories okay, this one's okay. but i believe the hand washing is i believe a pages. full tingle i believe wow. a full tingle is like a feature length novel to the tune of not they're not long but they're over a hundred pages
2: oh wow
0: yeah
1: they're wow. beefy actually i mean the hand washing one is only like 10 pages and then there's a link to all of his there are just this huge list of links to all of his other books at the bottom.
0: Yeah. These are just mm. short stories that he's putting out to support these right. charitable they're, yeah, organizations. Short literary. They're, they're incredible. <laughs> and that is the information I'm leaving you with at the end of my segment. Thank you so much.
2: Well done. Nice well, job. Well, thank you. Fucking done. Wow. I know.
0: I'm sorry to take up everybody's time, but I just, they were all so I'm great. That. I couldn't help well, myself
1: the world may be burning around us but that really just means that we're being given excellent headlines correct mm-hmm. so let's take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors
2: it can be really easy to get trapped into scrolling on your phone all day hi I can animal crossing I, I can't raise my <laughs> hand any higher phone Mahjong. yep Um,
0: Big time me,
2: especially when you're stuck at home and keeping tabs on the news may be helpful for some, uh, but constant real time updates can also be a big recipe for anxiety. Uh, So if you're feeling overwhelmed during these uncertain times, I'm right there with you. I think most of us Mm -hmm. are, but there are things you can do to take care of your mental health.
0: Yeah, big time. And this crisis has definitely reminded us that we are all vulnerable and that it's okay to reach out for support. In fact, it's necessary Mm -hmm. for our survival. This Mental Health Awareness Month with Talkspace, you can connect with a licensed therapist to talk it all out all from the safety of your home. By taking care of your own well-being, you're helping raise awareness about the importance of mental health. It's so important to talk openly about it, something we strive to do on this show. And I feel very lucky that I was already very much a Talkspace user and enthusiast before mm-hmm. all of these stay-at-home orders hit because I think that transition would have been really hard from in-person therapy to online therapy. And Talkspace just really makes it easy. You get matched right away and... And uh, you just kind of get to know your therapist. You get you get you kind of like take a little quiz to figure out what your areas of need are. And then they match you with a therapist, a licensed therapist in your area that is very much professional within that scope of what your needs are. So mine are for anxiety disorder and generalized depression. And my therapist, Emily, is an absolute queen. And I've been with her for over a year now. And it has completely changed my life. Can't recommend it highly enough.
2: Mm. Hmm. So the bottom line is that you deserve support, and you don't have to struggle on your own. Your talkspace therapist can be your dedicated support system, there to help you feel healthier and more empowered even in these uncertain circumstances. So as a listener Mm -hmm. of this podcast, you can get $100 off your first month of Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code GALS, G-A-L-S, to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's GALS, G-A-L-S, and Talkspace.com. Treat your brain. Treat it. Not really a, a theme for all of them this month, but definitely some recurring themes from past episodes for sure. Pee. Love it. Pee, poop, vomit, weed, sex. All yeah. the shames. You know.
0: These yeah. are a few of my favorite things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi gals. Uh I've seen my share of shit wrote this i just love the like non-intro hi yeah hi gals i've seen my share of shit rode hard and put away wet as some would call it
0: yes yes we would we would call it that
2: (laughs) my freshman year of college put away wet when you're my age (laughs) my freshman (laughs) year of college i sold weed not good weed, but was/slash am a cute <laughs> redhead, so frat bros would buy it off me at absurd prices. Yes,
0: just Highway ninety four ditch weed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, there's a wage gap, so I don't feel bad. One time mm. at a party, I made a mistake. Picture this: I was in a mini skirt and drunk on four loco. Yes, no, I feel I, <laughs> You had already painted a picture, so I'm. That's exactly <laughs> what I was picturing.
0: Also, were we at this party in two thousand and five
2: wearing a Von Dutch miniskirt that was yep, a hand-me-down from mine someone? Mine was mine was denim that just said G
1: Unit in like white felt <laughs> on <Yep>. the ass. <laughs> so yes, good. It d- <laughs> I didn't even like G Unit. It was on sale at like a Virgin Mega <laughs> Store. I had to have it. Yes. <laughs>
2: Dripping. Kenny knows that skirt. <laughs> I know. I got some miles and, out of it. And my few really did sunglasses that said Dion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Mama knows. Okay, so I'm in a mini skirt and drunk on four loco and a sweet boy asked me for a hit. My drunk, horny ass obliged. I packed a bowl for the cute boy, not realizing that the weed was still in the mini plastic bag. What? I mean, I was four loco drunk. Homeboy sucked a large rip of shitty weed and mostly plastic.
3: (gasps) No. Oh, God, that's not
2: safe. He ended up going to the emergency room that night with what everyone assumed was alcohol poisoning, but I'm positive was my plastic infused ganja. <laughs> Bless his heart <laughs> and medical bills. Poor guy. It right. also could have been the four loco because that shit. Yeah, Honestly, you Any can't take responsibility for this.
0: There was too much going on. There's literally no way to know. No.
2: A lot of factors. We lot of officially factors. absolve
1: you from any blame in this situation. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah. All right. Next one. My confession. <laughs> my main, th- my main squeeze and I had been at odds for a while, so I decided that I was going to be having a spontaneous little rendezvous with a trusted male friend. We took an impromptu trip to Denver, my hometown, to visit a weed dispensary and just chill out for the weekend. The night started with us getting super high and pretty drunk for free at the Embassy Suites bar, Happy Hour. Oh, yes. So clammy are the best. Airport Hojo. (laughs) 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 And And we continued the fun in the room by taking shots of 1800 tequila, uh, and eating what was probably way too many edibles. I, w- I wanted to go all out, so I brought lingerie and heels, did my makeup, the whole nine.
0: Yes, queen.
2: By the time we actually got to the sex, we were really wasted, and I wanted to let my inhibitions go and show him just how freaky I could be. While doing doggy style, my high drunk self had the bright idea to use my middle finger as a butt plug, which I had never done before. On the guy or on themselves? I believe on herself. Oh, weird. It turned him on so much that I kept doing it the whole night. We had an amazing weekend and returned home that Sunday afternoon. Amanda, can you imagine doing that with your fucking...
1: Nails. Scary
2: witch nails.
0: <laughs> well, right now, I don't have scary witch nails, so yes, I can't imagine doing it. Well, but I, I'm getting the feeling that she's doing this on her partner.
2: Pos- I don't know. A butthole.
0: Because that prostate stimulation is for real, y'all. Mm-hmm.
1: That's like, my arm if wouldn't you have a prostate. that long. Exactly. That's I why think I it'd think- be harder
0: to do it to yourself than to somebody else. I've put my finger be? in plenty a butthole. But
1: while but you're, you're talking d- doggy about doggy style... style Mm. she had long arms
2: that's what makes me think how do you
0: reach your i feel like i wouldn't be able to get my finger in my own butthole because my partner's like back would be right up against my back i'm touching my butthole right
1: now but i can't imagine reaching back any farther to like get around a second person maybe
0: he's a flat stanley you don't know
2: (laughs) that's true we're here we are making assumptions
0: Thank you. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> check yourself. Flat Stanley has a prostate too. Okay, that a is really prostate. fat. Flat
0: Stanleyist. Oh, of you
2: idea.
1: Maybe she mm. went down between the legs. I can mm. see her reaching his butthole that way. Yeah, yep. I just own. feel like that's or more her own.
0: plausible. No, because there's a wiener in in not in the butthole, but like a wiener I
2: think bet- in between, definitely but definitely under and between the legs. Lucy's uh-huh. right. I yeah. think. Because
1: yeah, the, sure. the, the wieners inside the body wieners out of the way.
0: Yeah, I know. But the, the vagina hole that the wiener is in, <laughs> if you hey, just bear with me here, <laughs> bear down on with it, me just, here, get in your mind on all fours. OK, get on <laughs> your right. mind on all fours. I'm drawing a and diagram imagine, <laughs> and imagine your partner entering you from behind uh-huh. vaginally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, mm-hmm. leaving your butthole and their butthole free free for play. True. now reach down betwixt your own legs oh, and that vagina right. hole comes before the butthole so there would be your penis right. block
2: you're right but if you
0: can go back a little mm. farther and up between the cheeks of your partner i think that they're yeah. fingering their partner's butthole
2: right it's the only
0: thing that makes sense in dog you know style. what
2: please send us a follow-up email because we need to know but there's so much more to this <laughs> So much. I more this. What
1: we were talking about for a second.
2: Okay, so <laughs> you guys, I just love this so much. The following weekend, I started having pain in my middle finger from what I thought was some type of insect bite, a yeast infection no. on their finger. My cuticle was swollen, and I was in so much pain that I ended up going to the ER to have my finger lanced uh. twice in the following weeks. <laughs>
0: Holy literal shit.
2: The second time I went to the hospital, they lanced my finger again, but kept me overnight for observation. Did she tell the doctor? (laughs) Come to find out. Tell her what you did. (laughs) Tell her what you
3: did.
2: (laughs) I had developed a staph infection under my fingernail. And the doctors at the hospital told me that I may have had the tip of my finger amputated if the infection had gotten down to the bone. (gasps) Oh. Holy shit. She could have
0: died from her butt plug. Yeah. I mean, she could have if, if she left it completely untreated.
2: It was so painful that I had to get a total of 22 shots of Novocaine in the knuckle on oh. both the top <gasps> and palm side of my hand. Oh my God. Honey, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh.
0: Well, fin- that she's never finger in a butthole again. That's mm-hmm. it. That's done. Mm-hmm. At least without gloves. Mm-hmm. Gloves. In these <laughs> unprecedented times, PPE Every- is important.
2: Everyone's got gloves. <laughs> mm hmm. Thank goodness the infection was only in the tissue. I ended up having to have my fingernail surgically removed. Yep. And stayed in the hospital for eight days. Does that grow Holy. back? I Oh, yeah. I, I, well, it depends. I was mortified and way too embarrassed to tell anyone what had actually happened, so I blamed the infection on an out-of-town nail shop that I went to for yes. my best friend's wedding. Uh, now
0: I am rethinking when Kenny got toes. that infection in her toe.
2: <gasps> I promise, I promise I did not put my toes in any buttholes. I promise. Mm, that would be a reach around. You, I
0: don't believe you. Can <laughs> you imagine the flexibility? Not <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You tip your toe
2: back up. Uh, my, okay, there's more.
0: <laughs> How?
2: <laughs> it took a whole six months for my fingernail to grow back completely. I had to mm. go to physical therapy for weeks to learn how to bend my finger again. Oh. My fingertip ah. is now permanently disfigured.
0: Oh. <laughs> my. God, like, <laughs> this is so unlikely to happen. Like, a finger <laughs> on the beehole is so common in the bedroom. don't let this keep your fingers out of people's b-holes with consent. Oh my God. This is not the norm.
2: This is why I'm not into butt stuff because shit can get in I'm just not, it's not my thing. On the bright side, this is the strongest nail now. (laughs) 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 Better than biotin, baby. (laughs) <laughs> bright side bright side i still to this day have not told anyone the truth about my special finger and probably never will needless to say i've never used my fingers as a butt plug again
0: somebody out there you have a friend who listens to this show and who's just like, figured hey, it out i have a friend with a weird finger
2: yeah so
0: yeah. you're out
2: did yeah. she get
1: back with her boyfriend
0: after this? <laughs> no, isn't this the guy she cheated with? Yeah. I believe so. This is so. the tryst guy. It's the I like, one so. weekend stand
2: guy she cheated with, quote unquote. Cheated. Yeah,
0: I love it. No I, I love believe it. so.
2: Yeah. Yep. So that's amazing it. and the best yep. thing I've ever heard. Okay, next. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many military listeners you have, but more than a few of America's servicemen listened to your podcast, and I was one of these men. Nice. Oh,
0: Yes. right. Was. Go go vitamins. I love it.
2: (laughs) So in 2015, I had rotated to Germany to cycle back home to Texas. I was in a very special unit that I cannot name because uh, one of the officers involved and his wife love your podcast. I feel like they're going to figure it out. Everyone says, you know what? You're taking your own lives in your own hands when you said us a gap. Yeah, you are. Co- we co- are, are not confession. responsible. My unit was well known for shenanigans by our officers in the country and did nothing to tell anyone in this city what they were about to uh, be put through. Every year, the base command put on a swanky officer's ball. They chose several non-commissioned officers with combat experience to go tell war stories to the desk pogs' wives. My platoon sergeant and I got picked. All we wanted to do was relax, bullshit in town, and get ready to do the uh, ready-out process. So, like, to be transitioned back to the States, but they have to Mm -hmm. do this stupid officer's ball in the meantime. Instead, we had to shave our beards, get fit for fancy-ass uniforms, and take... Dancing lessons.
0: Oh, I just want to go home. (laughs) Yeah.
2: In addition to manners and fine dining classes, they tried their best to turn us from rough thugs into dilettantes. We decided that our shenanigans would be epic, but the ballroom had pretty locked down security. Instead, we befriended the mess staff preparing the meals and since officers had separate dishes than the enlisted men, which I think mm-hmm. is bullshit, that just adds insult mm-hmm. to injury. Yeah. We found a soup tureen and liberally applied some liquid laxatives, thinking it would cause some gas oh. and embarrassing situations that we could laugh at. Oh, No. Fast forward several nightmarish hours of making irritating small talk with officers' wives and awkward dancing, and we all settled in for dinner. As dinner progressed, we heard the occasional toot, and we giggled.
0: (gasps) Oh, no.
2: When it came time to hear the officer's speeches, let's say no. microphones picked up more than anyone <gasps> bargained for. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh my uh-oh, god.
0: Uh-oh. Oh no. Oh god.
2: The the cacophony of butt trumpetry was hard <laughs> not to ignore. Oh. A certain visiting general approached the stage to give the closing speech and ripped a long wet chainsaw of a fart oh. that lasted oh. almost a minute and a half. Ha- <laughs> oh. The ballroom went dead quiet and his face dropped. <laughs> he had overtrusted the fart.
0: <gasps> he should have pants. I knew, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It. Uh-oh. I knew it. I knew it.
2: Mustering up his courage, he then mounts the stage and calls us to the stage, where he proceeds to give us Silver Star medals for bravery and valiant action in combat.
0: With shit in his drawers.
2: Yep, we feel like absolute shit while wafting in the smell of it. No one ever suspected us as the regular mess had served bad oysters. Oh! Anyhow, wanted to share that and let you gals know that your podcast kept us sane over there and we're thankful for what you three do. Well, we are we are thankful too. God bless the vitamins. Please don't drug anyone and that includes lexatives. Uh, <laughs> I mean. And, and never trust a fart. Just don't never. do it. Never.
0: Never no. trust a fart.
2: And if you Mm-mm. do, don't be surprised when you shit
1: yourself. Honestly.
2: Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Power for the course. Wow.
2: Okay, next one, very sweet intro. Dear Kenyon, Lucy, Amanda, Ray, Ghostface, Josie, Elvis, Callie, and Karen, but mostly Kenyon. <laughs> oh. And and now Pepperoni. And Pepperoni, oh. the latest. <laughs> sweet Pep. My <laughs> angels. <laughs> So this confession is honestly more of a cautionary tale than anything else. But nonetheless, it is a coven confession. Spring of my senior year in high school, I was stressed out, really horny, and concerned that my recent ex was exaggerating how good she actually thought I was at fingering.
0: (laughs) Mm, I'll tell you right now, she was, because no one's really that great at
2: fingering. (laughs) Well, but some lesbians are, and this is a... Hmm. This is... one of these instances okay with college looming and my confidence that i would be having a ton of sex i was so optimistic back then i needed answers coincidentally my parents had finally allowed me to keep my laptop in my bedroom and use the internet on it they initially got it for me to use for writing and only writing but my dad (laughs) cute (laughs) <laughs> but my dad had still put a shit ton of security software on there. Naturally, I did what any sensible 18-year-old would. I started watching a whole fucking lot of porn. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, oh God, I, we, we had a family computer. Like, I just, it's such yeah. different times. We're yeah. so old.
0: I did not watch. We had a family computer that was in our, my dad's, like, home office. We were not watching porn on that thing. We were going yeah. into chat rooms and having, like, right. fake cyber sex with idiots. Yes, and we were. <laughs> being being really stupid about it, but we were not watching porn.
2: Right. I know. It's just so different. And I didn't know which sites were the safe ones. I just cared about videos without scissoring. In parentheses, that shit is weak. Yes, I've tried.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Or the kind of content my best friend had traumatized me with one time in middle school. Someone with a beat up their vagina. No thanks. Bo- Beet? Like pickle. The vegetable? Yeah. Like beat off.
1: Wow. wow. Like, mo-
2: like your mother's annual beat off. That
1: Mm -hmm. butthole is going to be purple permanently.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe the saddest part is that I wasn't even watching the porn to get off. I was truly just doing research. Admittedly, a lot of research. (laughs)
0: Okay. It's good to be thorough.
2: (laughs) By summer, my computer was functioning a little strangely. So my dad kindly took it to Office Max's tech people to get it checked out. Cue to my dad coming home no. and apologizing profusely because my computer had 300 viruses Ooh. on it. <laughs> 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 and he was convinced it was because he hadn't put enough security on it. Oh, yeah, it's definitely his fault. As he was saying this, all I could see was the URL lesbiansex.com.
0: Oh, oh, that would have been a red herring. Well, not a red herring. It would have been the telltale heart.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> what?
0: That would have given them away.
2: <laughs> What's a tail heart? <laughs> I, I said telltale. Oh, I just heard oh, tail. Jesus. Oh, I just heard <laughs> tail Keep heart.
0: up.
1: Come on. You had a
2: stroke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that okay. really would have been the tail or the nail in the tail heart right there. <laughs> Jeez.
2: All right. I assured him it was really fine and he'd done a great job. Not his fault at all. But of course, I admitted nothing. And then he paid for my computer to be scrubbed of my porn viruses.
3: Yeah. I am a
2: trash kid and he is a top-notch parent. On the bright side, not the most expensive virus I could have caught from lesbian sex. (laughs) (laughs) I've never, ever told him what happened and I don't plan to. And if the Office Max techies knew where the viruses had originated, they kept that shit to themselves. The moral of the story is hug your parents and stick to Pornhub. (laughs) amazing yes uh. oh my god okay next one hello you beautiful queens Uh, names have been changed to protect the innocent so here is um, not the worst thing that I've ever done but definitely the worst thing that has ever happened to me in my junior year of college I was just out of a terrible relationship and was getting my hoe on Mm -hmm. I was having a great time and hooking up with a few different people, but only one or two consistently, and the rest were just one night stands. Also to note, I love dad bods. Yes, honey, same. (laughs) I am thick and would snap a skinny boy or girl or neither or both or anywhere in between. I should have just said partner in half. Mm. One of my gentleman callers, we'll call him Gerald, was just that. (laughs) Gerald the dad bod. We'll call him Gerald. Yes.
0: I love it.
2: His friends would refer to him as big country. <laughs> yes. I live Isn't in the that South. is like Montana's state motto? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> big sky. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a big dude. So one time we are getting down to it and he is hitting it from behind. I felt him slow down and I turned around to say something to the effect of what are you doing get it done finish it
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been there been I feel there that's so
3: hard.
0: <laughs> what are you doing get it done finish it
2: <laughs> what are you doing
0: get it done
1: Finish
2: it.
0: Finish it.
2: <laughs> our next, our next Tumblr. Our next travel bug. <laughs> New Twitter bio. <laughs> oh my god. When? I, okay. Okay. So mid. Okay. He slows down. When I saw his eyes roll back, his jaw drop, and heard a sound that can only be described as as his soul leaving his body, <laughs> before no. he then collapsed on top of me. Oh. Out
3: oh, cold. my God.
2: <gasps> she killed him. <laughs> my first thought was, he's definitely fucking with me. But then time went by and I was pinned to the bed 127 hours style. No. <laughs> Did she have a pocket knife? <laughs>
0: she had to cut her own arm off to get out from under a big country.
2: Hours. <laughs> I mean big country is is passed out cold on top of her. <laughs> big country. <laughs> it very quickly dawned on me that this man might be dead. No. As I smacked his back and yelled his name to try to awaken him, I oh. felt him go flaccid inside me.
0: Oh dear.
2: I prayed to whatever oh, no. God is out there that I would not have to go to his funeral and tell his mother that his last words were a death grunt. <laughs> what if I? Oh. What if I was trapped forever? What if his roommate found us? Is this what they mean by body count?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fifteen Mississippi oh. later, so one Mississippi. <laughs> he comes to and <laughs> springs up I stare oh. in awe and relief At what I can only assume is the zombie Of my former booty call He, <laughs> rigor he proceeds to break mortis
0: from the dead He
2: proceeds to go Hey, how are you?
0: <laughs> no No, he doesn't
4: <laughs> Good to <sighs> see you
0: what hey. are men?
4: What Say are how to your men? mama for me.
2: Um, in <laughs> shock, I go, uh, I'm good, but how the fuck are you? <laughs> this 20-year-old looks me in the eyes and goes, oh, I'm fine. I think just the old ticker gave out. But we can <gasps> keep going if you want to get on top. No. no. Wait,
1: he's 20 and he called his heart his own? The old ticker. The old ticker?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Could
0: you not?
2: <laughs> First of all, no, I do not want to get on top. Second of all, <laughs> I cannot <laughs> take a life with some <laughs> mediocre sex. <laughs> so, so after getting him some water and making him lie down for a while, I ask him to drive me home. Yeah, get this man behind <laughs> the wheel. That's smart. <laughs> Ah. Needless to say we're married now. No! No! Just kidding. Oh. But it was Oh my
0: <laughs> god. Okay, my old ticker was about to give out. <laughs> Holy shit. I wish
2: so badly that was the case. And that's just how it (laughs) ends. Just kidding, but it wasn't the last time we hooked up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I still... Still have no medical diagnosis on what the <laughs> fuck happened. I hope you all laugh at my pain. Thank you, for- yeah. <laughs> thank you for getting me through this quarantine with your Minnesotan accents and badass attitudes. Love you all. Stay safe. Stay safe and stay the fuck inside. Oh. Oh. holy shit! Yeah, yeah, that was a
0: masterpiece. Yeah, it was a roller coaster
2: really good needless
0: to say we're married now (laughs) (laughs) oh that would have been so good big country (laughs) big Big country country.
2: (laughs) oh i think the old ticker just gave out but we can keep going if you (laughs) want 20
0: years old
2: i'm good
1: I want to get on top. Is this what they mean by body count? It's count. my favorite part.
2: <laughs> Okay. All right. One more. One more. All right. Quote. I have to start by saying thanks for making me laugh out loud while I drink wine in the bathtub to unwind from my recent days of teaching first graders online, whatever no. that means. Oh, God. Oh, Can no. you imagine? Oh,
0: no. You poor thing.
2: They should just cancel school for everyone under sixth grade. I would say. And then just give
0: everybody else degrees and send them out into the world. Because guess what? Your degree doesn't mean fuck all anyway. (laughs) It doesn't. (laughs) Turns out
2: even your undergraduate degree doesn't mean fucking shit. And then Mm. as I brutally found out, even your master's degree doesn't mean fucking shit. So have fun, everyone. Yep. I mean, like finish high school and then just figure it out. You'll be fine. Mm. (laughs) Mm. All right. So all I can say uh, about it is that the morning video conferences with my class should legit be turned into an SNL skit at some point. I can't even imagine. How do you... uh, I can't imagine. I think it's great that so many Coven members can claim that their confession stories happened accidentally. Just so we're clear, mine was definitely not an accident. So yes. (laughs) Yes, finally. I (laughs) I am an asshole on purpose. But no, it was not my idea.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, I, I love you. I'm so excited.
2: I was a freshman in high school in 2002. I had just started a new school in a new part of town and was navigating the awkward social circles before finding my people there. I found myself hanging out with two other girls many days after school, and we would often end up at one of the girls' houses before... Our parents got off work. Sounds right. Yep. I guess I will say that these girls were not the most positive influences on my choices. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? On one of those days, we found ourselves bored, broke, and without supervision, so we devised a foolproof plan to fix the first two problems. Uh Halloween had recently passed and we had borrowed some friends' baseball uniforms as costumes that year. So, of course, we decided to put them to good use again. Our plan. Pose as a softball team and scam the neighbors (sighs) into thinking we were supporting our extracurricular activities. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, I love it. Here's how it went down. My friend drafted and printed hundreds of fabricated raffle tickets.
1: (gasps) Oh, no.
2: (laughs) We decided on a list of enticingly generous prizes. Grand prize was a trip for two to Hawaii. (laughs) No, no. And And targeted the most affluent neighborhood nearby. We spent several hours that day going door-to-door, batting our eyelashes, smiling innocently, and collecting donations for a completely improvised softball team, a.k.a. our own wallets for shopping and trips to 7-Eleven. Oh, that oh is my just God. Do straight up Did they tell you the theft. team name? hmm I still can't believe how easily I prayed on the innocent at age 14. <laughs> the worst part was that... <laughs> The worst part was that we had the best time. Yeah, and, and we, made almost, we made breaking it in. They made almost a thousand dollars in one day to oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Oh, split between God. the three of us. Holy shit! Yeah. That for a
0: freshman sophomore in high school, that was that be like an unfathomable that's amount. That's an annual. That's an annual income. Yeah! Oh my god. I'm so thrilled for these entrepreneurs. (laughs) Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. (laughs) Entrepreneurals.
2: We never told anyone about it and I'm honestly surprised that we never repeated our offense after it worked out so well the first time.
1: Yeah. Entrepreneur, honey.
0: (laughs) Entrepreneur, (laughs) yes, Quinn.
2: Yeah, and so those are the coven confessions this month. Well done. So
0: good. Nice.
2: Yes. Uh, Oh,
0: I loved that last one. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) As you're also a terrible person. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, I so totally could have been convinced by someone that we went to high school with uh-huh. and I was friends with in middle school, rhymes with smelly lord, uh-huh. who definitely <laughs> would have come up with something like this and I would have been on all about it it. yeah all about it yeah literally when i was a little kid and i know i've talked about this before i used to be best friends with my neighbor the neighbor boy across the street his name is nick and i would go over to his house he was so well like maybe not so well behaved he's a kid but like their family didn't watch tv very much they like actually had structured outdoor activity and we were just like heathens in the neighborhood (laughs) <laughs> and I, for some reason, wanted to put Vaseline all over his dresser to make it shiny because I thought it would look pretty. <laughs> and so we <laughs> we embarked on this project, and project. We're, we get like the top, we get a nice sheen <laughs> over the top of it. And he goes, he goes, what if my like, what if my mom finds out and gets mad? And my response, and my friend's mom, Anne Marie. Hi, Anne Marie is listening through the door and I go, and I don't know she's there. We don't know she's there. And my response was just lie. That's what I always do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's this amazing technique. It's called lying. Just lie straight to her face. It's easy.
0: (laughs) So would I have sold fake raffle tickets to make my share of a thousand dollars in 2002? Sure. Would.
2: Yeah. I'm upset
0: I didn't come up with it. Uh, I
1: know you are. You didn't know know. anybody on a baseball
0: team. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I never would have used a softball costume as my Halloween costume.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're on the Uh, local local vampire team, and we could really use your donation. (laughs) (laughs) Local vampire
1: team. We're a traveling troupe of Liza Minnelli impersonators, and we could really use your support.
0: (laughs) Your Liza Minnelli costume was so floral. Should I put it on the drive?
2: It'll be on the blog. Yes.
0: Yes, Yes, you should.
2: (laughs) Oh, Well done. All right. Should we hear a quick word from our sponsors? Yes.
0: Yes, let's. Orate is f- 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 fine jewelry mm. made in New York City, founded by women for everybody. Pieces range from classic to statement to completely original, absolutely gorgeous. And Orate makes the jewelry you've always wanted but could never find. I love my pieces from Orate. I got the gold little fan earrings and the gold is so like beautiful and substantial. The diamonds sparkle and shine. It's such high quality and the pieces are so gorgeous.
2: Mm-hmm. And because Orate sells direct to you without the middleman markup, they can offer the same quality as like traditional Fifth Avenue brands at a fraction mm-hmm. of the cost. This is like... Yep, real quality gold people 14 carat, 18 carat mm-hmm. stun us um, yeah All right it is also ethically made in New York City and for every piece sold a child in need receives a book to further their education which I thought was really I love that. great um, that's so, so- cool Orate was founded with the desire to shake up the jewelry market by offering modern folks beautiful designs, amazing quality at affordable prices, and also ethically sourced pieces that you can wear every day. And I have Mm -hmm. a Sensu pendant, which is like a fan, a gold fan necklace pendant. Mm -hmm. I love it. I do wear it every single day. I've worn it every single day for what a year now it still is in amazing yeah. shape like i am sparkling i'm hard on my jewelry i always break mm-hmm. jewelry or wear it out or whatever and this Orate piece looks brand new i love it i'm gonna go buy some more love it
0: yep it's gorgeous. And for 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to oratenewyork.com forward slash gals15 and use promo code gals15. One more time, for 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to york.com. That's A-U-R-A-T-E newyork.com forward slash gals15. That's G-A-L-S-1-5. And use that promo code gals15 and treat your jewelry, treat your neck your ears, your wrists, your fingers.
2: Trade it. What if I told you you could get high-quality, organic and non-GMO groceries delivered to your door for a lot less than you're paying now and help out families in need? It's like the trifecta. So...
0: I'd be pumped if you told me that.
2: Yeah, well, you can. And that is what uh, we're doing since we discovered Thrive Market. As a proud Thrive Market member, uh, I get the products that I love, and my paid membership provides a free one for someone in need, like a low-income family, Mm. teacher, veteran, or first responder, folks that we want to be supporting these days, especially.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that so much And Thrive Market tailors to over 70 different diets and values So if you're like trying to go paleo, doing keto If you're doing a plant-based, even vegan diet mm-hmm. And they deliver the highest quality organic and non-GMO food They also offer clean beauty and bath products We'll mm-hmm. get to it I stocked Pet up. supplies and Yeah. And non-toxic cleaning products, plus ethical meat, sustainable seafood, clean wine, and more. What I love so much about signing up with Thrive Market is that like when you first go to the page, it takes you through a handful of pages of like, how do you shop? What kind of things do you shop for? What are you leaning toward? Like What kind of snacks do you like? What kind of cereal? And it just gets to know you and then recommends products based on what you put in as your answers. So my partner and I have been trying to eat a a lot less red meat. And we're not necessarily vegetarian, but we do lean a little bit more toward a plant based diet. So I threw in like some vegetarian options, some vegan options. We're trying to go more dairy free. And they provided us with so many incredible products that we can put in our cart and have delivered. Mm. I mean, hi. Yeah. And as a member, I'm saving 20 to 50% off traditional retail prices and their carbon neutral shipping is free on orders over $49 and when you're just doing a grocery shop, it's really easy to get an order that's over 49 bucks. Oh, yeah, Super easy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, can you talk about some of the skincare stuff you found on there because oh, I need guidance.
2: I am so excited. I got pimple patches. I got sheet masks. Mm. I got zinc uh, sunscreen, because sunscreen is mm. so important. I got organic mm-hmm. cocoa butter lip balm. Hello. Yes. Um, yeah, I basically just treated myself to a bunch of Incredible. products that are, you know, good for you and good for the world.
0: Yeah, and not only do we feel good about getting a deal on your favorite clean organic products, but you also feel good about helping to support families who need it most, like Kenyon was saying earlier. In addition to membership matching, Thrive Market is matching donations to their COVID-19 relief fund, dollar for dollar. And these folks really need that help right now so you can feel really good about where your money is going. Thrive Market is working 24-7 to make sure members are getting their groceries delivered as fast as possible. You can learn more about their commitments to customers and membership matching on their website. Tell them what to do, Kenyon. Mm.
2: Try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com gals, G-A-L-S. Join today and you'll get up to $20 in shopping credit toward your first order. That's thrivemarket.com gals, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com gals to start your risk-free membership and get up to $20 towards your first order. ThriveMarket.com slash gals treat your life. Ugh, treat it. Okay. Well,
1: welcome back. This is the Coroner Corner. Mm. And Woo. I have a very special guest interview for us. Yes. Ooh.
0: This is the only corner I care to put baby in, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> coroner. <laughs> Jesus. Nobody puts baby that in a corner unless. Dark. <laughs> it's the coroner Nobody corner. Nobody puts
2: baby in a coroner.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I sat down with author Ashley Lecker, author of The Serial Killer Cookbook true crime trivia mm-hmm. and disturbingly <gasps> delicious last meals from death rows most Ugh. infamous killers and murderers oh nice stop. it's a mouthful but it the book is incredible so let's not mm. waste any time getting to this interview it's incredible. All right. I am here with Ashley Lecker, the author of The Serial Killer Cookbook, True Crime Trivia and Disturbingly Delicious Last Meals from Death Row's Most Infamous Killers and Murderers. That is one hell of a title. (laughs) Yes.
4: (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, Thanks for having me.
1: Yes. Thank you for joining us. Well, honestly, you had me at serial killer and also cookbook. This is like two things that are just straight up my alley. So I was really excited to get your email and uh, be able to hop on the phone with you.
4: Awesome. Me too. I am really, really excited about this project. So excited that it is out and that people can enjoy some of the trivia facts and recipes that I've put together. Yeah.
1: Okay. So just jumping right in, this book is full of like fun facts about death row killers. So just in your mind, what are some factoids that stick out as just like particularly interesting or like the the word silly might not seem like the right word to use here. But like while I was flipping through the book, I'm like, this just seems silly. There's just like a bunch (laughs) of silly shit in here.
4: (laughs) Yes, there's definitely silly stuff in there. And it was really important when I was writing that book, I wanted to, because I want people to want to eat the food in the book, too, and not completely just go off of the gory side of things, which, you know, really easy to do when you're talking about serial killers. Um, And so I wanted to put in, for every person I was writing about, just something that, you know, many, you know, some people may know some of the things, but stuff that might be a little quirky or that they don't really know about. Like, um, one of the things when I was when I was researching this, that it ended up turning into a recipe, as well is there is um, there is one of the one of the people in the book. We have a recipe for spaghettios in the book, and the reason why was that particular individual. When he ordered his last meal, he wanted and his name was Thomas Grasso, When he ordered his last meal, he wanted. Spaghettios and they gave him a can of spaghetti. And so he was really pissed about it. And that was for really like he addressed that in his last words before he was executed too. Honestly, I would be pissed record. about that too. <laughs> I know that he's like I did get my spaghettios and I wanted you know, I didn't I didn't get what I want what I wanted. And so, you know, there's these little tidbits about these people. Um because we all, you know, some of, and some of there are, you know, some of the people in here are more big names like Gacy and Bundy. And we know a lot about those people. But there are also people in here that are a little bit lesser known, like Thomas Grasso, who was really pissed about his Spaghettios during the last, you know, 30 seconds of his life. That's where he chose to address that grievance. And so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, seriously, there is no substitute. Spaghetti and Spaghettios are two. Completely different things. I would be
4: that's, livid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's true because you know, as a child of the '80s, like who grew up eating lots of you know canned pasta, that there's definitely a difference between the spaghetti and the spaghettios. Absolutely. So.
1: <laughs> and then what you were saying about there being a lot of kind of lesser known serial killers—that is. One of my favorite things about this book, in addition to the food photography, which I'm obsessed with, it's, like, all plated on, like, prison trays with, like, sporks. and Yeah. But mm-hmm. just, like, looking down the uh, table of contents, I only knew, you know, a fraction or recognized a fraction of these names. So each chapter kind of has a little bit of a description of who these people were, what their crimes were, and then, of course, their last meal. So mm-hmm. it's it's informative. It's funny. It's just like a, even if you're not planning on cooking anything out of the book, it's a really interesting read. And also, can we touch on the single pitted olive? Oh
4: yes, yeah. Um, he requested just he wanted an olive, and that's where I the recipe I, I made for the book. Was a because typically like an olive tapenade might have a couple different types of olives in it like, um, but I made a single olive tapenade <laughs> to try to play into that request. He just I think some of them had some strange requests. He was one of them. Um, another one was um, uh, there's a guy he asks for. Let me get the exact wording and what his what his request was. But he wants. Um, Peace, ju- um, world peace, justice, and so some of these, some of these requests were like not necessarily tangible things, or some of them were just a little strange. <laughs> so, or some of them were really extravagant. Like someone ordered a meal that he his is um, like it's uh, twenty nine thousand calories, which is just Whoa. obscene. And I think he he eats like half of it, and so. But still, I mean, yeah, and that was Odell Barnes who requested the, well, the peace, equality, and justice, so.
1: Well, I hate to break yeah. it to you, man. <laughs> so, that kind of, the 29,000 calories thing sort of begs the question, and this was among my first thoughts when I was looking at this book. Does having, like, a full belly affect
4: your execution? <laughs> Right. And what's interesting is, and I don't know if this is universally done, but at least one of the people who I write about um, named Eric um, Wrinkles, his meal was served to him three days prior. And he's from Indiana. And because in Indiana, they found that they lost their appetite if they served their food to them on the date of their execution. Which is like totally not surprising, but that they would find that they would be wasting food, so they would opt to serve last meals a few days prior. But so then it's, I don't know if that's a universally done thing, but it was in his case. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't eat for three days. That just means that he's no. eating his normal food for the last couple of days. Yeah, he just gets the normal menu then for the last couple of days. So, yeah, which an interesting. Um, I guess you know, interesting rationale behind why somebody would do, why someone would do that. But yeah, I'm not sure. The guy who had the 29,000 calorie meal, I mean, he, he ate for like half of it, but still it was really excessive. It was like a bunch of, it was like pizzas and, um, you know, chips. And there's also McDonald's, McDonald's fries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. pizza with McDonald's fries actually sounds pretty darn good.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the popular ones. A lot of these people are from the South because that's primarily where a lot of executions take place. Northern states don't typically have the capital punishment as widespread. And um, so a lot of these were like Southern comfort types of foods, like lots of fried things, um, chicken, steak. But one of the biggest things people had was like ice cream across the board. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, a lot of ice cream.
1: So, in addition to some things like alcohol, tobacco, like certain items they're not allowed to have as their last meal, but beyond that, what are some of the restrictions? Like, does each prisoner have, like, a stipend?
4: They can't go over a certain amount— It depends on the state. Um, And for many of them, it was, there would be a doubt now, if they even allow it, there's dollar amount attached to it. At the time of some of these, there wasn't, there's not a lot of, um, what I noticed, a lot of seafood um, that wouldn't have been as available, likely, but now um, many states don't have last meal. It's just you're served the normal menu for that day. Um, yeah, it seems kind of like quaint almost (laughs) the idea of a last mm -hmm. meal. It really is. And it was something that when I was writing this and researching, you know, the thought would like occur to me when they would complain about like SpaghettiOs or like do these sort of like silly things like requesting an olive or like the idea of like, you know, world, you know, world peace, um, which isn't silly, but it's not, it's, you know, it's not a It's something that somebody can give you, you know, I mean, and so it's not really a a wish that can be granted in this, in that sense. And so, you know, it's interesting because these people really had no, who's the, you know, no real regard for like the people, their victims and who didn't get last meals. I mean, that was not something they were granted, Mm -hmm. but they it's a very ceremonial process for these people of almost this this entitlement that exists which many times is now being um done away with just because it is seemingly falling out of fashion to allow this kind of excessiveness with the meals
1: yeah i agree especially i mean the huge one and then there was one of these he ordered like a a huge platter of food, and then when it arrived, he said he wasn't hungry. It's just, like, as a dick yes. move.
4: Yes, and he was, he's, like, like that was um, Lawrence Russell Brewer, who he was responsible for. He was, it was a it, it was a hate crime of what he was convicted for. And, uh, yeah, he got his food, and he was just like, no, I don't want it anymore. And he just kind of never really expressed any remorse for what he did, and so he's just a kind of pretty much a bad guy all around.
1: How did you get, because these are literal recipes for these mm-hmm. meals. How did you, I mean, A, gather all of this information. I can't imagine it's all logged in one place somewhere. And then B, get the, the are they the
4: exact recipes or did you reimagine some of the recipes? They are ones that I, that I created. And so they're reimagined off of what their last meals were. And why that's public record. And so to find, like, to find that information out of what they ate, like, some of it, like um, for example, like, uh, like Timothy McVeigh had, like, two pints of mint chip ice cream. And so it's creating, then, a recipe off of that, of mint chip ice cream, mm-hmm. of what would be a traditional, and for his it was a pretty traditional mint chip ice cream, except I just didn't use, the, like, the, the bright green dye in it. And so it, I did, um, but that's that is where his um, recipe came from and like the other ones you know, a lot of it was just kind of experimenting too um, like fried chicken, those types of things, of just experimenting to try to get the recipe A accessible to people because not everybody who reads this book is, is a person who enjoys cooking but they may enjoy the idea of getting to go through the process and do it because they like true crime mm-hmm. and so wanting to make sure that the recipes were all really accessible to people and that they weren't you know, super unnecessarily hard to make because a lot of it is comfort food, uh, what these people were ordering. Yeah. And so accessibility to it was really important to me because I wanted not just people who would be interested in cooking, but people who, who would want to pick up the book just to read it. Maybe they'd want to try to make John Wayne Gacy's fried chicken and then they could do it without feeling overwhelmed.
1: Do you think that your recipes in this book are better than the actual meals that these people got because they were coming out of like a prison kitchen cooked by God knows who?
4: You know, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, you know, I hope so. Um, but yeah, they are all tested and that they were so that they get a good, get a good consistent result for people because that's important because if you buy a book, you want to make sure your results are consistent and that you're liking what you're about to eat as well.
1: Yeah. So one of these is uh, specifically a bowl of melted ice cream. Do you have
4: instructions in here of how long to melt it for? Um, Yes, that one is for, because he is, let me just pull that one up, Um, because that's, yeah. So Francis Crowley was kind of like, um, like sort of like quintessential gangster type of personality, And he wanted to have um, ice cream that was both, like, a regular bowl of ice cream, but then he also wanted melted ice cream, too, as part of his last meal. I mean, it must be just a thing that he liked.
1: Um, So he wanted both at one time, or was he willing to let the ice cream melt into melted ice cream?
4: No, he wanted the actual... Ice cream, and then you wanted the bowl of the melted as well. My god, so, I know they you know, it's so it's just such a so like I it was such a strange, you know, it's it's kind of funny though because when I was I worked at an ice cream shop when I was in high school, and we had a couple of customers that would come in and specifically order their ice cream in like to go cups and they'd leave it on their counter at home till it melted, then they'd eat it. So, it must be the thing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm a fan of melted ice cream myself. I would mm-hmm. I would kind of start with a bowl of regular and let it melt personally, mm-hmm. but I'm also not a monster serial killer. Right. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us, and tell the people how they can get your book.
4: So this book is um, – you can get this book. It's on Amazon, and – It will be and it's coming. Well, at this point, when this comes out, it's out, it's out and you can order and it will be shipped right to you. And so I hope that I really hope that everyone enjoys it. I had so much fun putting this together. I mean, it's a great kind of thing, I think, to do with friends, too. Yeah, you could do like a little uh, true crime dinner party. You could have a whole
1: party about it. And honestly, yeah, I, had, I had fun reading it. It's just a really fun read, whether or not you cook, like you mentioned. So one okay. more time, this is called The Serial Killer Cookbook by Ashley Lecker. Check it out. Google it. It's on Amazon. You will not be disappointed.
4: No, thank you so much. Yep.
1: Thanks, Ashley. So thanks again to Ashley Lecker, author of The Serial Killer Cookbook, yes. which you can find on Amazon and elsewhere. Go get it. It is so entertaining like recipes aside I want to make so all of
0: these recipes yeah.
2: what a good idea oh Ugh. such a- and such good comfort food yeah mine would <laughs> yeah. be mashed
0: potatoes for sure there will be
2: mashed yeah. potatoes
0: as my last meal if I get a choice
2: the John Wayne
1: mm-hmm. Gacy fucking fried chicken mm-hmm. like seriously mm-hmm. it's so yeah, that's basically
0: the last meal that I want
1: Uh, mm-hmm. yeah the only bad Shake thing about baked this potato. The only bad thing about this book is that I didn't have this
0: idea first.
2: Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm genuinely upset that <laughs> someone came. Like to you it. and I'm your like sister
0: pissed. Madeline could have easily collabed on this brilliance, oh, and you just yeah. you fucked up. You oh fucked weekend. Up big time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But seriously, it's I'm a gorgeous upset. book. You should go look for it. Okay, moving right along. I do have two obits for us this month. Uh, I couldn't decide because they both painted just an incredible picture of the men who they were describing. And also in these times of COVID, I feel like obits kind of, they just carry a lot more weight because not only can we not Mm -hmm. be with our loved ones in the hospital if they're sick Mm -hmm. or dying, but like we can't hold funerals. We can't have Mm -hmm. like a collective grieving thing. So... Right. I'm gonna try to focus more on obituaries in the coming months, as long as this COVID mm-hmm. thing passed Because I just think they're they're just really fucking more important than they even were mm-hmm. before.
2: That's and, so and true. Writing a good obituary or writing a good eulogy is mm-hmm. just so difficult and so important, and like it's so rare to have a really good one. Yeah,
0: it's definitely an important part of the process. Like I wrote a eulogy that I uh, gave at my dad's funeral and mm-hmm. it took me, our, his funeral was several months after he passed. He passed in December of 2013 and we didn't have the funeral till May. Cause it was like being held in Pennsylvania. And my grandma was too old to do really anything in the winter. When and the ground was, was frozen. Anyway. So you had to put it in the freezer. Frozen. Yeah. We yeah. couldn't have buried him. So we waited and it took me almost all of that six months to write it. But once I did, mm-hmm. It was so Mm. cathartic, and it felt so Mm. good to do it. It's they're so personal, like it's
2: it's a
1: whole process. So
0: yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. So okay. So first up is uh, the obituary of a man named Randall Jacobs, sent to me by a coven member named Mashes, which I'm just gonna go with. I love
0: it. Mache, you stay.
2: Yeah, Mashes potato.
0: I'm starving. Let's do this. Mm, Papier mâché.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, so this is out of Phoenix. Randall Jacobs of Phoenix, which I just said, died at age 65, having lived a life that would have sent a lesser man to his grave decades earlier. His friends <laughs> called him RJ, but to his family, he was Uncle Bunky, a.k.a. Ooh. the Bunkster he told, wow. he told his last joke, which cannot be printed here on May 4th, oh. 2020.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> DM us the joke, please. is a great one.
1: Uh, yeah, this, it, like I said, this just paints such a wonderful picture of Uncle Bunky. Uncle Bunky burned the candle and whatever else was handy at both ends. He spoke in a gravelly patois of wisecracks, mangled metaphors, and inspired profanity that reflected the Arizona dive bars, Colorado ski slopes, and various dodgy establishments where he spent his days and nights. He was a living, breathing, hang-loose sign, a swaggering (gasps) hybrid of Zony Desert Rat, SoCal Hobo, and Telluride Ski Bum. Yes, oh I love God. him. Yeah, I feel I like I him. know this man uh, Yeah, just you uh-huh. wait. Also there's a photo of Uncle Bunky which will be on the blog. Yay! A prolific purveyor of bunkyisms such as "Save it, clown" or <laughs> "Zebo" if he was in the mood. He would murder. Oh, you
0: can tell from Bunky's photo that he was an absolute fox. Oh, yeah. Oh. Just yeah. like I wanna see and young skee-bum. Bunky because I'm kinda thirsty for old Bunky.
1: Yeah, Young Bunky <laughs> was probably a fucking sight to behold.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
1: I'm also gonna say mm-hmm. save it, clown for the rest of my life.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: And he would mercilessly tease his goombots nephews with nicknames such as <laughs> Mudflap and Style Master. <laughs>
2: no. it's all right.
1: Just days after his beloved cat, Kidders, passed away, he too oh. succumbed to the great Gras leaving behind a vapor <gasps> trail of memories and a piece of sage advice lingering in his loved one's ears. Do what Bunky say,
0: not what Bunky do. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 for all! I also love that he died within days of his cat. It's like when of it's like cat. when a couple like can't live yeah. without each other and one <laughs> dies right <laughs> a away. Lifetime after the other. of love,
2: it's the Notebook.
0: I worry about this for when Albus dies that I might die like two days <laughs> later <laughs> of yeah. a broken heart. Oh, I fucking love that oh. rabbit. That thing oh. is my life's blood, blood of my blood.
2: Callie's
1: just dejected <laughs> behind you.
2: She's fine. <laughs> Callie would be like, "Are we going outside?" Yep. No. <laughs> click, oh, oh, we're dead.
1: Okay. Oh, oh, we're dead. Oh, back, okay. back to Bunky. <laughs> For all his chaotic energy and hysterical charm, he had a gentle soul. A night out with Bunky could result in a court summons or a world class <laughs> hangover, but his friends and family would drop whatever they were doing to make a trip out to see him. His impish smile and irreverent sense of humor were enough to quell whatever sensibilities he offended. <laughs> I love him. He didn't mean any harm. That was just Bunky being Bunky. When the end drew near, he left us with a final Bunkyism. I'm ready for the dirt nap, but you can't leave the party if you can't find the door.
0: Oh, my (laughs) God. He is incredible. Uh,
1: Yeah. He found the door, but the party will never be the same without him. In lieu oh. of flowers, please pay someone's open bar tab, smoke a bowl, and fearlessly carve out some fresh lines through the trees on the gnarliest side of the mountain. Yes. Wow. Don't you just feel All I of have that, goosebumps? Don't you feel like you just know Bunky? Yeah, I really do. I feel do. like I
2: know Bunky and now I miss Bunky. <laughs> I really and miss I Bunky. I grieve for Bunky.
0: <laughs> the world. I
2: him. Well, the world go smoke a
0: bowl and pl- pay someone's tab. <laughs> I'm quite literally gonna smoke a bowl for Bunky tonight.
2: Yeah, I would love to do all of those things. My only qu- quibble, quabble, whatever, quabble, quaff, queef, <laughs> queef.
0: My only queef.
2: My only, queef. my only queef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that, that from now. On.
0: <laughs> yep. No context. No
2: explanation. He should have worn sunscreen. Right. Oh, my only skin
0: is. really wrinkly. Yeah, he's yeah. been in the sun. He, he was also is...
1: only sixty-five. He's my dad's <laughs> oh, age. Oh,
0: honey. Yeah, he he's went young. A lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the sunscreen, yeah. but he also evidently lived a very full life.
0: He really mm-hmm. did. He lived many moons in that sixty-five years. God yeah. bless him. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So next up is the obituary of Henry Joseph Hebert which was sent to me by Jen P., not my cousin Jen P. I also have a cousin named Mm -hmm. Jen P., different Jen P.
0: Got it, Uh got it. Uh
1: Henry Joseph Hebert, aged 81, of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Passed away, Louisiana. Louisiana. Louisiana, fast. <laughs> passed away on Saturday, April twenty fifth of twenty twenty. He was the fourth child of six siblings, born to Henry and Gula Herbert of Plaquemine. Oh my god, I Louisiana. love Gula Herbert. Plaquemine, Plaquemine, uh. whatever. A graduate of St. John High and nineteen fifty six King of the Prom. Yes, oh, that's so cute. Uh, he would no doubt like it noted here that not only was he prom King, he was also a two-time winner of the local driving rodeo while still in high school.
0: I love it, and <laughs> I have no so clue cute.
1: what it is. me neither.
2: <laughs> mere hints. my grandpa was oh sorry, what? my grandpa was Prince Charming in his high oh. school play. Oh. Oh my god. And and we still like call him Prince Charming He's still and like Prince tease him Charming.
0: about it. Oh my god. My, my dad's dad, John, was like such a fox in his youth. And I mean he was a fox till the day he died. And he was one of the only people in the neighborhood with a car. And oh. all the girls were in love with him. Mm-hmm. And he became known as the lover boy of Du Bois in Pennsylvania. <laughs>
3: wow and he was so embarrassed by it
0: and my mom and dad didn't find out about this nickname until like years after they were married and they were like having martinis with his very gossipy aunts in like rural pennsylvania (laughs) and they were like did you know that they used to call him the lover boy of dubois and my mom (laughs) never let him live it down
1: (laughs) oh
2: (laughs) my god so cute. cute
0: but helen snagged him God
1: bless yeah, us. She I can just did. picture. She wasn't
2: fucking around.
1: Oh, yeah. I can just picture your mom giving him so much shit for the rest of his so life. So much shit.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, he loved it, though. He lived for it.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, so mere hints of his future greatness, to be sure. He pri- His prized possession was his beloved 58 Chevy Impala. He went on to graduate mm. from the University of Southwest Lu- Louisiana in business. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say Louisiana normally anymore. No. 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 no.
2: You Lose are saying it normally
0: by saying Louisiana.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Henry married Mary Catherine Hebert in 1964, and together they raised their family in Baton Rouge. Okay, here's where it gets good. An electrician by trade, he co-founded Lighting and Electrical Associates, Inc. with his friend and business partner, Eddie Tom... This is Tom A. It's probably Thomas. Timothy Chalamet. I don't know. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Henry ran <laughs> LEA for the next 40 years and was a venerated titan of the commercial lighting world.
0: <laughs> yes. His
1: loyalty was the, legendary. The top
0: nut man in the in The, country.
1: <laughs> I, the, the nut, nut king. The nut king is mine. And his mm. nut hat finally came in the mail after like two fucking years. Yes. <laughs> He wears it? We need pictures. Every day. He's wearing it now. I'll send you a picture.
0: <laughs> we we need pictures. Thank you.
1: Uh, his loyalty was legendary as was his work ethic, a quality his children admired him admired from afar. He retired in 2003 to devote more time to his other passions: golf, sausage po-boys, and annoying his wife. <laughs> <laughs> he, wa- he was also a master craftsman could build or repair anything and owned more tools than Bob Vila them are fighting words oh my god remember oh. Bob Vila wow yes. what a throwback yes I do <laughs> he, <laughs> he laughed in the face of instruction manuals <laughs>
0: this sounds like your dad
1: totally okay this is my dad employees at Home Depot genuflected in his presence
0: men wanted to be him (laughs) it's like that scene in uh, uh, Parks and Recreation when Ron goes to the store and an employee approaches him and he just goes I know more than you and just walks away
1: (laughs) yep (laughs) that was this man men wanted to be him (laughs) women wanted him to fix their garbage disposals. <laughs> <laughs> the flags at Goodwill hardware will be lowered to half staff.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: Henry oh. was the proud and devoted father of three above average children. Jody, huh. Brian, Rachel, and father-in-law to Matthew and Chrissy, Grandfather to Alexander, blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of names here. He is survived by mm, blah, blah, fam. blah, blah, blah. Gerald and Wayne. Oh, Gerald and Wayne. Henry was a man of God, but he always stated that he answered to an even higher power, his wife, Kathy.
2: Yes. Damn straight. I love Damn this fucking straight. So much. They
1: were married 55 semi-blissful years, depending on the day you asked. <laughs> Henry loved golf, a good gumbo, and a strong cocktail. He loved Willie Nelson and Fats Domino. His quick wit and comedic timing was his signature. He believed laughter was always the best medicine, much to the dismay of his cardiologists, (laughs) endocrinologists, hematologists, (laughs) gastroenterologists, and (laughs) proctologists.
2: Yes. He loved
1: his family and his many friends and LSU football. We know he died a happy man witnessing his beloved Tigers win the national championship. Over the years, several close friends and employees stated that Henry was, quote, like a father to them. A touching sentiment until these, quote, extra children show up at the reading of his will. (laughs) Amazing. He passed away peacefully at home, surrounded by his loving family, two dogs, and 286 golf clubs.
0: What a collection. Um,
1: He will will be greatly missed. As was his wish, he will be cremated. Unfortunately, due to the restrictions surrounding COVID-19, a memorial full of laughter and tears will take place at a later date. Donations can be made in Henry's honor to the Platelet Disorder. Platelet. 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 Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought it was a location. (laughs) The Platelet Disorder (laughs) Support Association. (laughs) And in lieu of flowers, send maker's mark. Yes. Oh, sick! That's wow. awesome. Yeah. Cheers yeah. to these
0: two phenomenal men.
1: Yes. I will be pouring a strong drink for our friend Henry yep. and smoking a bowl for our friend Randall. <laughs> Uncle yep. Bunky.
2: Absolutely. I love them.
1: Uh, well done. All right. Well, such nice. good obits. Yeah. There are. Yeah. Please keep sending in the obits. They're like my fucking mm-hmm. favorite thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. so yeah special thanks this week we're kicking it off with Raquel Raquel Mm. Raquel that's from something I think
0: like Rochelle Rochelle Welch moving on (laughs) Uh, thank you to Alyssa Seeley I see you Alyssa Seeley and they want to shout out their gateway gal Stephanie Toland of the Toland House Cookies fortune, <laughs> I'm assuming.
2: And a box of Toland's. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you also to Kitty Lintz. Kitty Lintz, repeat. Thank you so much for your donation.
1: Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> You're on a roll today. I'm on Nailing fire. It. On thank, fire. Thank you, Denise Rasmussen. I mm. want to say it. You're the Radisson. Yeah. What's the shutdown? Airport
0: over. Hojo. Airport Hojo. Not, Thanks, Denise. Uh, not going to harass you too much. Uh, thank you to Maritza Robles. You're like a fine Pasa Robles Cabernet, mm. Maritza.
2: Mm. Thank you to Veronica Prado. We are Prado to call you a friend. Yeah. <laughs> so proud of you. Proud of you. So proud
1: of you. Thank you, Faith Cue-melis?
0: Cue-melis? Ooh, I like
1: it. I'm quite mm. sure that I've mispronounced your last <laughs> name. <laughs> I have much I faith. We, we haven't have broken, broken your ass. faith in us.
0: <laughs> oh. Uh, thank you to Janine Garcia. I have not been able to fit into a pair of Janines since early <laughs> High March. High school. Oh. <laughs> Rude. Do these Janines have stretch? No, but I will not be purchasing. Do, Do are these not maternity put Janines in the dryer. Ah, where are the maternity Janines? <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you to Angie Cronin uh, um, I'm Jones and I don't know what do we got moaning, we're I... moaning for this enough. episode to be over
0: Cronin <laughs> this tune <laughs> cronin I don't know you're really cronin on me Angie thank you so much (laughs) please forgive my cronies
1: for this terrible
0: (laughs) fun game go
1: ahead Lucy Uh, it's Amanda's turn I thought you go after Kenyon whatever thank you Amethyst (laughs) Irvin you are a special gem that I could Mm. polish and sell at a rock
0: sale for way too much money hmm <laughs> And thank you to Bethany Obernesser. I would never nest with you, Bethany Obernesser. Yeah.
2: Don't underestimate her. <laughs> yeah.
0: Overnessinate her. Yeah. In fact.
2: <laughs> thank <They, they, they, laughs> you to <know>, Lin, <laughs> Lindsay Milan. Uh thanks a Milan. <laughs>
0: The last time I was in Milan Was a layover in their airport And it was not great Disgusting Yeah, bad airport
1: Remember that drunk baby?
0: (sighs) Oh, that baby was wasted
1: It was wasted And I'm 100% sure that the mom actually got the baby drunk Because it was silent on the plane It was great Silent Anyway God bless drunk That's my story about Milan Moving on Thank you, Abby. It's still yeah. <laughs> Abby brug- Sorry, Brugman. Go What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. What's going, Milan? <laughs> <laughs> Abby Brugman
2: or Brugman? I think I've br- I'm broken. I'm broken. I need I need a Brugman, but I can't because social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Yeah. Um, Let's casually you to move on. Taylor Jackson,
0: <laughs> you're tailor-made for our horrible show mm. that you for <laughs> some reason love.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Caitlin O'Donnell. Um, Definitely related
0: you- to Rosie or Chris.
2: Chris. Let's go with Chris. Chris. would mm-hmm. much rather. Robin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You disappeared Remember for a while, O'Donnell? but now you're on some syndicated show, so good on you. Oh, good Here on you. Here for it. Mm-hmm. Thank
1: you, Elena Schneiderhan. Nice. Elena. I... I don't know why this is so hard for me today. I wouldn't
2: Schneider. lean on
0: me when you're not strong. Schneider hand. (laughs) I I hope you you shall be Schneider It won't be long till I'm gonna need some Schneider hand to (laughs) lean on. Oh right.
1: you really brought that up. Uh, thank you
0: to Meg Gatos. Ah uh, I feel pretty, oh so pretty. I feel pretty and witty mm-hmm. and Meg Gatos.
2: Need a need a dose, of, dose of Meg. Yep. Thank, a mega thank dose. you mega to- <laughs> To Lindsay Bernhagen for increasing their pledge. I'm feeling the Bernhagen. Quit hogging all the burn. Yeah. Thank you, Melinda
1: Stoner. I love this name. I'm about to be a stoner when (laughs) I smoke my bowl for our old buddy Uncle Bucky tonight. Bunky.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And thank you to Caitlin Newbold. How bold of you to create your own tier at $6.66 per month. I love it. Well
2: wow. done. Well done. Kicking off our $10 a month tier, so these folks are going to get a flexible fucking patriarchy wine glass. Mm. Uh, we have Larissa Frome. Probably oh, Squeaky real name. Don't go sledding. Don't go sledding. (laughs) Oh, just don't. (laughs) Don't join a cult or try to assassinate anyone or go sledding. Correct.
1: (laughs) Check, check, check. All right. Thank you, Shannon Ryan. The I was going to say the Uh, curse of the Shannon, but you're not a curse, (laughs) Shannon. You're a blessing Mm -hmm. with your $10 a month. Truly. We're not
0: Ryan. Nope. Nope. As is Leah P. Durland, old Durable Durland over here, donating that $10 a month. <laughs> Durland, Harley Noland. Oh. Yep. Thanks for giving us a piece of that pie,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Leah P. <laughs> Thank you to Linda Thompson. Yep. Linda. <laughs> Linda 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 no. Linda What is that even yeah, from?
0: They, I don't remember but I can hear boy.
2: it. It's from that little boy who's trying to explain why he needs a cookie. Oh, oh, oh
1: I kind of hate yes. that video cuz you can just see what <laughs> oh, an asshole it. the father figure in that child's life is.
0: Oh
2: no. Oh, oh I love it. Linda. I think it's adorable. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Jasmine. You should tell your parents that your name is spelled Jassy Minnie. I like it. <laughs> You're showing us Lucky
0: a whole new you. world, Jasmine.
2: A lot of, of N's.
1: A lot of consonants like in your names. I'm into it. I also fucking uh-huh. love the name Jasmine. So there you go. Yep. You beautiful. smell great.
0: Gorge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you, Glenna Gunston. Ah gonna send you some tungsten glenna gunston
1: <laughs> makes
0: a great makes a great ring that For won't men turn your finger don't green care <laughs>
1: about fashion or longevity uh, of i know their william jewelry. wants a
0: tungsten ring and i'm don't like, let why? him do it he can do whatever uh-huh. he wants as long as i have something pretty <laughs>
2: Thank you to Jessica (laughs) Grubow for increasing their pledge. Um,
0: The money really
2: grew. I don't know about you, Bow, (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) that money really grew, Bow. Thank you. All right. Kicking off our $15
1: a month tier, we got Jessica Hawkins. We're watching Mm. you like a hawk,
0: Jessica. Yes. Get ready for your dusty, dusty trash so much trash and thank you julia bang you banging bang julia
2: bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to megan macaroni yes <laughs> i think it's macaroni. given 20 20- macaroni. it's macaroni. i'll take i'll take some macaroons i'll take some macaroni all of it all good of it in my mm-hmm. book all of it. you can't go wrong um Yeah. Megan wants to shout out all the essential healthcare workers. Quote, from 1OT to others in the field. It won't be easy, but we'll get through this. Much love. Yes, Megan. Thank you. Thank you, all of you, for everything you're doing. We're sorry about the assholes spitting in your face and doing squats on the sidewalk and Uh, doing dumb shit. Yeah. What the fuck? We're a minority, oh. and the rest of us are staying home, and we appreciate everything you're doing and putting your lives on the line for us. Thank you. That People mm-hmm. are so mm-hmm. stupid.
1: But not Samantha Mitchum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha Mitchum. I hope. We're going to go bitch them out for you.
0: Mm. Uh, thank you, Summer Munier. I can't wait to summer alone during (laughs) social distancing your last name
1: is almost me undies Mm, it really is almost me
2: undies i'm wearing you right now thank you to emily norman Norman normally uh we (laughs) would be be better better in person (laughs) <laughs> uh, would
0: we? I think Norman Lee We're terrible at this and That's what people like about it
1: Oh Jesus Okay thank you Caitlin Carling You're such a darling for your increase And from 10 to $15 a month You'll get some trash soon Get someday.
0: out of my dreams And into my Carling Carling, carling. Uh, <laughs> Thank you <laughs> kicking off our $25 A month tier to Aubrey Chlop. Chalupa, making me want a chalupa, Aubrey chalupa, oh, chicken chalupa supreme. My God,
2: what's okay, up? I
1: googled the what other the ch- day ch- how <laughs> close the nearest Taco Bell was to my house. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's too. It was too far.
0: Like it the was last th- time I had chalupa. Like th- mine's farther. It's when you were all hammered in the back seat of my car the last <gasps> time Kenyon so was here. good. there
1: are That's probably the last still, time I had them. Probably still diced tomatoes in your back seat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there
0: are not because when I had my remote start installed, they detailed my car and got all of the tomatoes. because <laughs> no, there were a lot of <laughs> tomatoes there in There were your so back many. Seat. Literally so half many.
2: of my chalupa fell oh, on your floor. <laughs> I don't
0: think any of it made it into either of your fucking I remember mouths. remember
2: getting out
1: of the car and turning around and looking at the seat and going, oh no!
2: Just yeah, really quietly.
1: <laughs> Your brand and then new just car. Shutting
2: the door. <laughs> yeah.
1: Remember the ladies at Taco Bell? Didn't they give us like a free Mountain Dew smoothie or some shit? They
0: gave us three free ones <laughs> and a shit ton of sauce because we were so nice to them. We were, and we told them they we were so loved sweet. Them. Yes. Yeah. And I was the sober we were, driver. Just so everyone I, is I aware, was not Amanda drunk.
2: was Amanda was sober. Yeah, she was. Uh, we do not drive drugs. She was driving. She mm. was a sober driver, and the rest of us were. Out of control, hammered, <laughs> and we ordered, and
0: scream singing. We
1: ordered so much Taco Bell that the total like thirty dollars like of Taco $45. Bell, dollars. And then yeah, she, the easily. woman was like, "Okay, pull up to the first window." And Amanda goes, "Thank you, I love you." And she goes, "I love you too." <laughs>
0: It was just I stand by it. I really do love her. And then she had the most on point hair and nails to be working at like one in the morning at a Northeast Minneapolis Taco Bell. I was was like, you are fucking flawless. Yeah, Yeah. I loved her. So wherever you are, sweet baby angel, we still love you Mm -hmm. and you made our night.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep. It's Kenyon's turn. All right. Thank you, Abigail Reichertz. I want to be trapped on an, I don't want to be trapped on an island with anyone. Nope. But if I it feel had like to that's be happening anyone, right now. it probably wouldn't still be you, but I really do appreciate your donation. <laughs> Thank you, Abigail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what does it have Honestly, to do with Honestly, Abigail, don't feel
2: bad. It, it wouldn't even still
0: be us. Oh, oh like Rikers, Rikers
1: island. island. I was like, yeah. you really went out of your way to insult this person. <laughs>
2: no! Uh, 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 uh. I I lazily insulted this person. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, last but not least, Alyssa Seely, thank you so much for your once-off donation. You're reminding me that I just got a new mattress and I fucking love it. You know what else I have? A joke. Hmm. Yes. Mm. My wife is really mad at me because I have no sense of direction. So I packed up my mm. shit and write.
3: <laughs> so
2: my God oh my God I have another I one
0: do you truly want to hear I have another no one. truly no. hate your jokes I really <laughs> hate that
1: what do you call a person with <laughs> no. no
0: body and no. no nose I I don't know
1: nobody knows <laughs> Okay.
2: All right. There's no way to know.
0: See you next month. There's no (laughs) way to know. (laughs) I need to go away. I love you all. Um, Goodbye. (laughs) Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.